0: Welcome to Young Christian Podcast, where we look at real-world issues through the lens of a young Christian. Now, on March 25th, uh, we did our first-ever podcast, and it was entitled Christ and Coronavirus. Now, back then, I literally had one extreme thought, that the fabric of society was tearing at the seams, and that if uh, the cell phone service went out, that I would literally have to head to the mountains, build a log cabin, and be self-sustainable fast forward two months and uh we are here uh john thank you so much for coming back for part two of this podcast
1: of course nathaniel thank you for having me back uh you know i really enjoyed doing this and it's it's fun to share with the with the people who want to listen to us talk and have a normal conversation
0: (laughs) yeah i mean it's it's Oh, I can't even imagine like just thinking about all that, you know, we've kinda gone through all the things that we've seen two months, you know, and, and here yeah. we are. Uh one thing I do wanna I do wanna say is uh for all of our listeners out there to stick around until the end uh to hear about something new to the podcast. Now you don't wanna miss it. Stick around to the end. Listen every every part of it. Um take notes, enjoy it, enjoy this podcast. Make sure to Uh, share it. If you're using Apple podcasts or Google podcasts, you can save it to your playlist, listen to it uh, in the car, on your way to work uh, on on a jog, whatever uh, you, you want to, or whatever you want to do, or however you want to listen to this, uh, make sure to to do that. Um, So back to, to everything is, you know, we did it, you know, we are moving out of quarantine and into these phases of getting quote-unquote, back to normal. Uh, We went through masks, only curbside takeout, packed out grocery stores, shortages of supplies, uh, and online church. So, John, out of all of this, what have you learned?
1: Oh, Nathaniel, man, I have learned some. Mm. I have so many stories that that just that I'll tell my uh, children and my grandchildren one day. Like, if I had to condense it all, put it all into one thing, I would say out of, out of everything, the, uh, the Cardinal, probably the Cardinal lesson that I've learned is, uh, you know, when the whole world just seems to be losing mm-hmm. their cool per se, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. or, or, or the general consensus is just a, just a vibe of, of very, very strong fear. Like, like, like you said, you said it, you said it well. Like you know, when society feels as if it's crumbling, like and you yeah. you have you have to actually question yourself. Like, do I have to leave society? Like <laughs> that same thought, man, passed through my mind, and uh, I was ready, but I, I didn't want to at the same time because I'm like, Lord, I know you've not given me a spirit of fear. So I would say, mm. I would say the main, the main cardinal thing that I've learned is is to is to learn how to, to, uh, to silence what the world is saying and to reach out to the father mm. the creator reach That's out good. to the one who is sovereign and realize that nothing is going to happen that is out that, that that God does not know about. So yeah you know it was it was just it was just kind of bending knee in the midst of a battle and saying, Lord, I'm 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 afraid, I'm terrified, I have no idea what's happening. Every whisper from every angle is coming at me and saying, I'm gonna die. And mm. peace is gone and there's a new normal now, and this is it. And when you are, you know a flesh like we are, I don't know if an aliens listen to this <laughs> <I'm> joking. <laughs> uh, but when you're human and made of flesh like we are. It's so easy just to be gripped by fear. So, I guess my main thing is learning to listen to God in the midst of fear. Mm, that's really good stuff. Yeah.
0: We were uh, talking about something earlier that really blessed me. It was an account in the Bible in the book of Exodus. Uh, John, can you just tell me a little bit about that?
1: Of course. So, we're looking at chapter 17 in Exodus. Um, mostly verse eleven and forward. You know, when I came across this man, it, I, I I connected so deeply with it because it portrays, you know, Moses, who, in at least in my eyes, is, you know, a man that we read about who was just very, very anointed and, and just kind of like I don't I don't want to say unhuman because he was he he obviously he was human, but I've just always thought of him as a man of incredible strength and just kind of hard to relate with, you know, especially Mm -hmm. because it's a different time, different culture, that whole thing. Mm -hmm. But, you know, reading this, I really see a a great image of humanity and uh, and just God. So, you know, it it talks about like whenever Moses held his hands in, in, you know, in this battle that's going on, Israel prevailed. And whenever he lowered his hands, Amalek prevailed. But Moses' hands they eventually grew weary. So they so Aaron and Hur took a stone and put it under Moses' arms. And I mean un, un, under him and he sat on, on his arms. And uh they held up his hands for him, uh one on each side, and the and, and the other and the other person on the other side. And so he were held up steady the whole time and uh until the sun set. And Joshua defeated Amalek and his and his people with a sword. So I have this picture in my mind, man. Mm-hmm. There's this, there's this, there's this battle, there's this war going on. And Moses takes a time to decide, hey, you know, I I'm more useful praying, reaching out, reaching out to God than I am to actually fight. Like, that's how powerful prayer is. Like right. when you can lay down your your sword or or you know or or whatever defense you have and you say i'm going to choose to pray and to worship in this moment that is a Mm. true power of prayer right there so i have this i have this image that you know this the humanity i was talking about is in the act of 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 moses you know reaching out to god for strength he grew weary, which happens to all of us. This whole thing, look, I have definitely become weary during this, you know, past two and a half, three months, whatever, of, mm. uh, just kind of fear. And I, it's that moment of surrender. And even when I get tired, you know, uh, just, just surrendering. But, you know, eventually even that I burn out and having, yeah. you know, having you, having you know just the people that god put in my life and surrounding myself with with good people you know that 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 makes the world of a difference man
0: oh my yeah i mean when when we were talking about this i really just i really saw you know aaron and her really coming to moses and really being there to really uplift him you know mm-hmm. his arms were tired you know yeah. every time that they you know, that, that they fell down, they were losing. So they, they came beside him and really uplifted his arms. And that's something that I've learned is is that I need to surround myself with people um, who really want to uplift, encourage me, you know, and, and say, hey, you can do it.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, and,
0: and as I'm lifting, you know, things up in my life, people also can come with alongside of me. You know, and help me pray with me, believe with me for my miracles, believe with me uh, for my breakthroughs, believe, you know, with me for all of these things. Now, sometimes right. we don't like to, ha- sometimes we really don't like to ask for help. Yeah. You know, but here, if Moses didn't have that help, we don't really know what would have happened. But, you know, because of their help, the battle was won. And it's amazing to see. And that's one thing that I've learned is to really hear from others. Uh surround yourselves with other people. Don't isolate. You know, it was easy to isolate while we're quarantined and to see the different avenues that, you know, people started to uh to find Zoom meetings and yeah. uh FaceTime sure. and all these different things and avenues to connect. And in that connection, that's what uh I've learned really produces um, kind of a heart that is no longer focused on fear, but a heart that's really focused together in unity with brothers and sisters into my faith in Christ. So I asked some people on my Facebook uh, yesterday, actually, uh, to comment below what they have learned during this whole experience. And here's actually what they said. So Gilda says, uh, cooking for oneself at home, can actually be therapeutic. And uh, to her, I say, amen to you, because (laughs) I have burned quite a few things. (laughs) (laughs) I have learned. uh, I have learned. I mean, I enjoy sometimes to cook, but uh, she found out that cooking can be therapeutic. So Lynn says, I like this, slow down, do more outside, enjoy nature and what God has created. We get so busy with work and our routines of what we think is important in life. I have taken time to slow down and have coffee and prayer in the mornings on my porch. I enjoy talking to, to him and watching nature and the sunrise. I also then reflect on my day or plan my week, watching the sunset or read the Bible and devotional before I go to bed. Man, what a what a that, morning.
1: That is really good. <laughs> Honestly, when I, 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 uh, then, I with you very much as well
0: oh man it's, uh, uh, I love those types of mornings, yeah, uh, a cup of coffee sitting on the porch. now, me in my apartment, I have a balcony, so I have a little patio set out there, and yeah. uh it's amazing, I love it and uh lastly, Joseph says this: the government <laughs> is full of crap. <laughs> <laughs> The government is full of crap, and to that I say, well, I don't know what I should say about that. But uh, I hear you. I hear you, Joe. I definitely, I definitely hear you. <laughs> um, but I did ask. I asked my pastor what he learned, and this is what he said. He said that he could feel God really speaking to him and really uh, leading him, and he felt God say, "This are they going to seek me?" When this is all over,
1: oh, are they going you know,
0: to seek me when this is all over?
1: Oh, you know the only the only comment I have to say to that is I I feel convicted by that because we have to we have to realize we Christianity and faith is something that can only be perfected, but as humans we can never perfect it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if we read that statement and we think, oh, that doesn't pertain to me, then man, we got to look at within ourselves because yeah, it, it's so true. What wisdom.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are they going to seek me? Are they going to seek me when this is all over? And literally like, uh, that's what really got me. Like right now we are really seeking God and looking for guidance and direction, uh, In fact, we are seeing an increase of actually people turning uh, to online faith like never before. Awesome. So, in an article from Breitbart entitled, Record Numbers Turn to Online Faith Platforms During Coronavirus Pandemic, they quoted Pastor Judah Smith from Church Home uh, while he was actually on an interview with Fox News. And uh, here's what uh, was said in the article from Pastor Judah Smith. It says this, our hope is, is that our community would continue to find meaningful ways to connect even when it's difficult to gather together in this season, church home ads. According to the Fox News Report, Smith says the church home app has grown by 110% wow. with attendance surging 139%. This is an opportunity to follow in the footsteps of Jesus and learn to love your neighbor as yourself. The pastor said, I think church at home and church in smaller settings is going to be a massive trend going for many, many years. So, John, (laughs) tell me your thoughts on this. How has connecting at home uh, been for you as an introvert?
1: Oh, man. Well, I... uh if you give me the opportunity to, you know, have a nice leisure day at home, I'm going to take you on an offer. (laughs) But in all all reality, uh, I have, I've enjoyed it. I really have. Uh, But at the same Mm. time, you know, to be quite honest with you, I also found myself in a fellow, Mm. Uh, you know, I, I reflect upon that while you were reading it. And I thought, I just have to be honest. Yes, I'm an introvert, but at the same time, it's such a gift just to be able to be together with one another. But the, the, the greater gift in this is, is the fact that look at the, look at the surge in attendance. Mm -hmm. Look at these people coming to God for answers.
0: Yeah. Like people are literally running to, to, to the church, whether it be it's, I mean, it's all online, whether it be their Mm -hmm. first time, or maybe their first time in a long time, but literally, a hundred and ten percent. Like, let's say that's, they had, jeez, uh, right? Let's say they have a million views. Well, that's two million and 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 some change. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's that's a lot of that's a lot more people. You know, mm-hmm. and it's so amazing to see that people are really turning to faith. I mean, it the, the article says it itself record numbers turn to online faith. Like people are literally turning to the Lord and they have a lot of time for self-reflection, you know, and they Mm -hmm. have a lot of time to, to do this. So what are, what are they getting? Well, they're, they're getting that same, um, that same type of uh, spiritual, I guess connection that, you know, Moses had with Aaron and her where, He was uplifted. People are wanting to be uplifted as well in this time. And we're seeing that we're seeing that coming from so many different places, you know, but people are literally turning to faith like like never before. And it's so amazing to see. It is so amazing to see. Now, me as an extrovert, I love when when the old preacher man during greeting time would say, go hug a (laughs) neck or two and, you know, go shove your neighbor, tell them, you know, God's on the move. You know, (laughs) I I, I like that kind of preaching, you know, I'm a, I'm a, you know, give a high five, give a hug type of a person, you know? So for me it it has made the moments gathering even that much sweeter. That's right. You know, and I I just, that's what I've learned. That that's one thing that I have learned in, in this moment and in this season So we really do see these people connecting um, at home like never before. You know, people uh, going into their Bibles. I I saw a picture on Facebook, actually, of um, not only was the toilet paper aisle completely raided, but actually the the aisle where the Bibles were was completely empty. And it's amazing how people are actually looking to the word of God. Now, I want to read. James chapter 1, verses 2 through 8. I'm reading out of uh, NLT and it says this Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, I feel like we're right there, actually. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) Consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. I love uh, one translation says you'll lack nothing. You won't be in need. You won't be in want. You'll lack not a thing. Verse uh, five says this. If you need wisdom, wisdom for what? Well, wisdom of God. How do I uh, count it? Joy, great joy, even when I'm going (laughs) through these moments. Well, it says this. If you need wisdom... Ask our generous God and He will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. I think of that scripture and I think, wow, how many times have I ever been kind of uh worried Shad about away. asking a yeah, or asking a stupid question? You yeah, know? right. Yeah. Here it says he will not rebuke you for asking. When you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver, for a person with divided loyalty is as unsettling as a wave of the sea. That is blown and tossed by the wind. Such people should not accept to receive anything from the Lord. Their loyalty is divided between God and the world, and they are unstable in everything that they do. So, John, what did you, uh, what did you learn? Like, what is this verse speaking to you?
1: I just think of everything I've gone through in my life that I never thought I'd make it out of, man. Mm. And uh, you know, years as as the years pass, and there's more time. Passes between going through that and uh and just the present you a long time I've called you crazy for saying this makes sense and I would have even denied it like no you know just out of out of uh, out of bitterness or healing or whatnot, but as time goes on, you know maybe God is teaching me wisdom because I can look at this and uh you know though I do not like to go through things uh to go through trials uh to learn things. I can say there comes a point where you look back and you actually thank God, you praise him for yeah. for for having gone through just whatever you went through that has given you such an understanding of his goodness, mm. of his grace, of his love, and of his fullness and sovereignty.
0: Wow, yeah. Hmm. I like that, man. Literally, when we go through uh, tough times, we really do see that. We really see his sovereignty where, it, like mm-hmm. I said before, I mean, and you you said it too, you know, God was not at all surprised about this, you yeah. know? Yeah. So we tend to not uh, like it during the course of tough times. But once we reach the end, we really look back and we can always ask, What did I learn? You know, some of the worst times in my life, I wouldn't trade them for anything because it's made me stronger. And it really allowed me to see God's faithfulness and allowed me to grow my faith even more in him. You know, the only only thing is that I wish I counted it pure joy when trials came during. It seems like I have all the peace after, but God wants us to really get into a place where, We have joy even during trials. So in closing, John, uh, what else would you like to share with
1: the viewers? That's such a good question. (laughs) Okay. Um, You know, when we, just, just like you're saying, just to, just to kind of, just to kind of connect the interweave fabric, just like you're saying, man, to just to, how How do we count it joy going through something like in right. the moment and and, yeah. and think about it? how much peace would you have experienced if you could like like how much uh, heartache would you have saved if we could have just been praising God instead mm. of instead of whatever fearing yeah. instead of worrying instead of you name it? I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't know if it'll take me the rest of my life to be able to do such a thing, but I know with Christ, all things are possible, right? You can't, even if you never learn how to count joy in the moment, you know, that's okay too, because mm-hmm. just, ju- just, just having the hope in Christ and having that assurance and, and such a strong foundation in the foundation of yeah. Christ and, and himself, you know, I mean, God is life. Like, let that be joy enough. And uh, I don't know if I I had to say anything else, if I had to add anything else. Just in the moments of fear, in the moments where your foundation and your roots and uh, all peace seems to disappear, you are not alone. You have the everlasting God who is ever present, Mm. always with us, always speaking life into us, always uplifting us. And we have one another, amen who are God sent as well, yeah so fear, I really fear not yeah.
0: amen, I really, as you were speaking, I just felt you know just it just sprang up uh, you know kind of out of my spirit was is the scripture that it says, uh, don't become weary and well doing you know mm-hmm. don't don't become uh tired in doing good things and standing in your faith during battles and struggles is a good thing having your faith yeah. that that's a good thing but sometimes it's weary and we see that with Moses you know during tough moments it's important to surround yourself with people who can really lift you up like Moses had with Aaron and her uh, we also miss an element of life if we don't learn this simple truth that during the tough times Uh, We can have joy to seek it because, man, every time we get through tough times, we figure out uh, what we have learned during it. You know, asking that question, what did I learn? So tough times mold us and shape us. The valley of the shadow of death can be scary. But with the Lord, we can fear no evil. You know, but the important thing is this. Will you remember to seek the Lord just as much as you did in this time of trial? When we are on the mountain, we can either get lost in the view of the victory or we can praise and give thanks. In this Mm -hmm. moment, to build faith, our faith, for for this next moment uh, where our faith can be tested and growed, it's in our joy. It's in our peace. The Bible says to rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice, meaning this, you can build, you can kind of to rejoice. It's almost like uh, you have almost like a treasure chest and you can pull out the gold. It's there. And it's the same thing. We can rejoice. Even if we have no joy now, we can rejoice and bring those things up out of our spirits and really uh, give God thanks in the middle of trials and tests and troubles. And we can be mindful throughout the whole thing. So I just want to encourage you, uh, surround yourselves with people, uh, surround yourselves uh, in prayer, uh, connect yourself to an online church, connect yourself to a church. Most churches are starting to open up again, get into the house of the Lord, you know, and uh, you know, just, serve him um the so i said in the beginning to wait till the end and so here is what's new so here's a little promo i want you guys uh to go to instagram or even facebook and it's at into creation cc it's all one word into creation cc and there's going to be a link in the description of of this podcast where you can go you can actually get uh some merch Uh, Some young Christian podcast merch and some other really cool shirt designs um, that are Christian based and you can get them. In fact, you can get up to 10% off if you uh, sign up uh, for text messages uh, through them. So thank you for listening to this part two. Uh, Thank you, John, for coming. I hope you found encouragement and took a look within to see what you learn and ask yourself after this podcast, what did God teach me during this time? Signing off of the Young Christian Podcast until next time.